Hello, I'm Gabby Mendez. And I'm Felix Cabute Jr. You are now listening to the Talk 20s podcast. This podcast is your ultimate guide to adult life, where we discuss, with the help of our amazing guests, all the things that we were never taught in school. Adult life can be really isolating, as everyone's got their own thing going on. But remember, you're never alone. There are over 7 million of us 20-somethings all trying to figure it out. Let's unpack a new topic in today's episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Talk 20s podcast. If you're not already subscribed or following, make sure you do so you never miss an episode of us in the studio. Yes. On today's episode, we are joined in the studio by Remy Akande. Now, Remy is a content creator and presenter who has worked with some massive brands such as BBC, Coca-Cola, Flannels. Basically, think of all the biggest names in hospitality, um, sport, fashion. Remy has probably worked with them all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not only is Remy an inspiration in terms of his work rate and drive, he's also um, an inspiration in terms of representing the underrepresented in these creative spaces. Remy, (laughs) welcome to the pod. (laughs) How are you doing? Good. I'm really good. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's lovely to have you here. And I think, you know, we've had a little chat before we come into studio today. And I'm so excited to have this chat with you today because I feel like you've had quite a... Uh, well you said to me actually you feel like you've been through like three different stages in your 20s which is super super interesting I think a lot of people could relate to that um I'd love to to dive into a little bit a little bit more about what your early 20s were like what your mid 20s were like and now you've just hit 30 so we can chat about that as well um yeah (laughs) tell us a little bit more about Remy your background and, and and what got you to where you are today yeah cool so thanks for having me guys absolutely honored to be here uh, it's been a long time coming, so really excited to be a guest today. Um, so how it all started? Well, essentially, um, you know, early 20s, I, you know, kind of, kind of came out of university. Um, so at 18, went to university, like on the traditional path. Um, I actually went to study biomedical sciences um, down in Nottingham. Um, and as I was saying to you before, a little bit of a, a journey and, and story with that was that I kind of, you know, kind of, went down the traditional route and kind of got, you know, on the path of what everyone else kind of told me to do, what I was kind of good at uh, and not necessarily listening to what I really wanted to do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, through my grades and kind of, you know, um, teachers and, you know, what people were kind of saying to me at the time, I wanted to, you know, go into a career in science. Um, and so I thought at the time, so I went to university in Nottingham, studied there, um, you know, went, met some great friends, met some great people, but, it just wasn't the the path that I wanted to go down in the long run. It wasn't for me in the long term. Um, and I had a good think about what I wanted to do and made the decision to come back home to Manchester um, and went down a co- completely different path. So I decided to study law. Um, I thought it was a really, you know, viable degree. thought it was something that I'd really enjoyed doing. Um, you know, it was a vocational course. Um, I didn't end up obviously, you know, going down practicing it but yeah. you know really it is a re- you know, reputable degree really valuable um so I went down that route mm-hmm. and um you know decided to go and study and um you know really was determined after my experiences in Nottingham wanted to complete my degree and, and you know sort of fulfill my potential um and I did that and went down that path and uh while I was studying I was working in retail, you know, as many of us do in our twenties, we kind of get a part-time job um, and really, you know, kind of wanted to find my way in the world and, you know, as an individual and kind of support myself and never really had that, you know, kind of support. Um, I could rely on family or anything like that. So I wanted to do that, you know, by myself. And, um, 
yeah, I went and got a job, part-time job in, in retail, in department store. Um, and that opened up a, no, a whole new world for me. Um, you know, different kind of clientele, different people that was around, mm-hmm. you know, affluent people, you know, people who kind of my colleagues, you know, different characters, different individuals. So I learned a whole, you know, um, new experience from that. And while I was there, I met some great people, like I said, and, and actually started out a business from there. So um, being in the fashion space, being in the, the retail space, I was meeting a lot of, um, you know, people who perhaps run brands or companies and saw that, that they were working in e-commerce and the e-commerce space. Um, I liked fashion, my colleagues liked fashion, and we kind of decided to saw a bit of a gap in the market and thought, let's start a company that incorporates everything that we enjoy, the networking aspect of, you know, Manchester, um, you know, kind of the, the modeling agencies, the photographers, the, you know, the brands, as I said, already were there. And they just needed something to bring them all together to kind of encompass what they were doing at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of the thing of, you know, early stages of e-commerce. It wasn't, you know, exciting really, yeah, yeah, really exciting times. It wasn't really that kind of platform for them to integrate and people to see what those brands were doing in person. So we facilitated that and I started a company to do that. Um, so that was called Manchester Fashion Industry, MCR Fashion Industry. And uh, we, we we specialize in events, networking, marketing, PR. Um, and really, you know, that was kind of the beginning of my journey into where I am now and beginning into, you know, the whole world of media, of content, of business, of being self-sufficient, the ups and downs of, you know, running any kind of company. Um, and that really started on my path and um, got me where I am today. So, um, yeah, so, like I said to you, I feel like I've lived three different lives mm-hmm. going down the academic route into kind of, you know, kind of leaving that behind, running a business and then kind of going into content creation, which we'll mm-hmm. obviously discuss. So you're at university, you're studying law and you decide, decide to start a business <laughs> in fashion. Yeah, not That's not everyone's story. So no, what actually made you want to do that? Yeah, it's a little bit of an unconventional one. Um, <laughs> and least. I think that that speaks for me as a person a little bit. Um, I've never liked to put myself in a in a box. I never saw myself in kind of, you know, one kind of space. You know, um, maybe I've seen myself kind of, you know, maybe it's a little bit of reflection of me and my attention span, you know, wanting to do everything, wanting to be everywhere. Um, but yeah, I never, you know, limited myself to anything. Um, I've had a love of fashion for a long time throughout my, you know, entire life growing up, watching my parents and my older brother, how they kind of presented themselves, how they dressed, how they carried themselves. So I think really the fashion came from that side of things. And I was always told, you know, kind of, you know, to pride yourself on your appearance, you know, um, look after yourselves and, um, you know, take pride in how you, you are. So, um, yeah, fashion came from there. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, it's just kind of carried on through. It's always been a, you know, continuous, you know, love of mine. And, um, I think from the law side of things it gave me, um, I knew that I was kind of comfortable doing my degree, but, um, also I wanted to kind of explore, you know, it was the right time for me to explore kind of what I wanted to do, perhaps if I didn't go down that, you know, traditional mm-hmm. route. Um, and it's just a matter of timing, being around the right people, seeing uh, an opportunity gap in the market, so to speak. And yeah, just kind of, you know, went down that, made that decision. Um, sometimes those things kind of 
they just hit you out of nowhere. You don't yeah. really kind of go into it saying, I'm going to start a business at this age, yeah. at 19, 20, but you, you just do. It's just kind just of, go for it. yeah, the stars aligned and mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, wanted to seize the opportunity. And um, yeah, and I didn't have a clue about starting a business, <laughs> registering a company. Yeah. I, I didn't know what I was letting myself in for, if I'm honest with you. Um, I just had a love for, you know, you know, kind of bringing people together and that creating that network and creating creating something yeah. for people to come and enjoy and experience and you know something that I'd made myself and my, my colleagues had made and my business partners had made and um so really that kind of drove me first and foremost um and then you know I kind of learned so much along the way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. sounds like the the passion and, and the drive were there from the very beginning but can you recall what it was actually like transitioning to a more creative space especially after you know, being grounded in academics, you know, pursuing a law career. Um, did you have any like parental um, pressures, any doubts, any worries? My parents have always been quite supportive. Uh, mm. You know, really, they really have been throughout um, when I was growing up, when I was young, I was always kind of doing extracurricular activities. So like I said to you, I've always been a person that's never stood still or I've always been playing football or, you know, sports, rugby, cricket, you name it. Um, I was, you know, going to drama school, you know, doing acting, you know, going to auditions. So I've always been that kind of kid that's always, you know, been outgoing and doing extracurricular, you know, things outside of school. Um, so I think I was never destined to kind of just, you know, sit still and just kind of, you know, perhaps go down that, that traditional academic route. Um, and yeah, I just kind of, you know, decided, you know, in terms of, at that time, um, you know, there were pressures, of course, <laughs> when you kind of um, are studying, you've got your, you know, your degree comes first and foremost, especially if you've kind of, you know, you've already kind of dropped out of one course, you want to kind of do something <laughs> else. So there were a lot of pressures at the time. Um, I, I, you know, I make no, um, <laughs> you know, I don't say that lightly, you know, and um you know, not just for, you know, me, of course, wanting to do it personally, but of course your parents have expectations as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're actually, you know, they're absolutely great with me, but, you know, at the time it was difficult kind of saying, well, I'm, you know, completing my degree, but by the way, I've just started this business and I'm trying to grow it on the side. And, you know, you get into discussions about, is it distracting you? Is it taking your of time course, away from yeah. what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, are you focused? You know, we all kind of go through that, um, uh, so, you know, at that young age and you've got parents who have high expectations. So yeah, there was a little bit of difficulty, um, but I was so determined and I knew uh, what I was capable of doing. I knew that I didn't have, you know, um, I didn't want to fail. I wanted to be successful. I've always had that belief. I've always been a very driven, you know, person. Um, So that determination I knew was going to get me through. And as long as I, you know, was, you know, applying myself in my, you know, studies, I was doing, you know, what I needed to do is passing my exams. I was, you know, getting things in on time. I could then, you know, also kind of run the business and, and multitask and try and do things and, you know, working all hours around the clock. Mm. And I was going to say like, how do you have a social life in that situation? <laughs> because it sounds like yeah, a lot yeah, of, like, you know, lot. not that I condone it, but a lot of like hustling going on there. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, do you look back now and have like any regrets about that time or? Um, I, I don't. And I think, because of the space I was in, yeah, I think it allowed me to have that social aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, there was a lot of times where you are, you know, 
behind the scenes in your bedroom, just kind of writing down lists of things that you need to do, doing tasks on your laptop till, you know, the early hours of the morning. There's, you know, those times as well. You know, sometimes, you know, they are down times when you are a little bit, you know, you know, you've got pressures, you've got exams to do, you've got deadlines to hit and you're trying to organize, you know, maybe you've got an event coming up on the horizon. You're trying to, you know, negotiate with partners and businesses and companies. So all that kind of, you know, does put pressure on you. Mm. Um, So that element of things, yes, I will say is, is pressure, but at the same time, because I was in a space where I was doing something that was kind of in the public and Mm. kind of interacting with a lot of people, I got that social um, aspect as well. Um, So I didn't, you know, I wasn't kind of lacking that, so to speak. I got to experience that as well, which is very good. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, part of my journey, I'd say. And Mm. am I right in thinking that that opportunity and that business led you to be named in the Manchester 30 under 30? Was it that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty exciting. That was really exciting. That was really, you know, um, of course, awards and recognition are, you know, um, amazing to, you know, to receive. Um, yeah, it kind of came from, from kind of, you know, running the business for four or five years and kind of, um, you know, implementing what we set out to do with, you know, creating that network, facilitating space for Mm -hmm. people, you know, right through from, you know, students all the way through to professionals, having that platform and that network to, you know, be themselves, to express Mm -hmm. their loves, uh, you know, fashion and industry and bringing all that together and incorporating all together. So to have that, it was, yeah, it's kind of a big pat on the back. It's amazing. Big achievement. Yeah. Big, big recognition. I mean, Manchester 30 on the 30, like Manchester's a a place full of creative, creative talent. So what was it like, like receiving that? And what did that kind of highlight? Because remember you went into this with just a, a belief and a passion and yeah. then to really be honored with something. Yeah, it's, it's a bit surreal sometimes, but it's, there's two kind of sides I'd say to it. I'd say, you know, when you kind of, you do start out these things, you kind of want to reach those goals. You have yeah. those targets yeah. in your mind, not specifically that one, but you, you know, you've got certain things that you want to kind of, you, you kind of dream about and, and think about and, you know, to actually fulfill that is, is incredible. Um, on the other hand, you kind of, you know, you're just kind of, you know, taking each thing as it comes and, and not getting too caught up in, in all the kind of accolades and things. And yeah. it's nice to be recognized, but when you're kind of on your mission, on your, your journey, um, not that you don't acknowledge it and, you know, you feel good about it, but you kind of, you know, it, you don't want to kind of dwell on those kind of things too much. You know, you kind of take it at that time and you're happy about it and you share that experience. And then, you know, um, it's kind of not at the back of your mind, but you, you know, it's like, what's the next thing? I can going to say that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and that's kind of, I said to you, maybe to my detriment or maybe to, to my benefit. I don't know. Mm. But yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Time for us to tell you about our sponsors, Zopa Bank and their Smart Savers accounts. Here at Talk20s, we're big fans of of the Zopa Smart Saver, but we all use the account in different ways. Yes, for my savings, I like to think long-term. And one of my biggest goals right now is getting on the property ladder. I use the Smart Saver account boosted interest pots with a longer notice period to save as much as I can and get a higher interest rate. I'm learning that there are so many hidden costs when you're trying to get on the property ladder. So every little bit helps 
when I'm working towards that goal. If you're interested in understanding more about Smart Saver account, download the Zopa app. We need to tell you that boosted interest pots are subject to a notice period, the longest of which is 95 days for the highest interest rate. You need to save a minimum of £1 and the interest is paid monthly and is subject to variation. I'm really interested to know, and I think a lot of our listeners will be as well, like how do you go from having a vision and an idea for a business and then actually making it a reality? That's a really good question. And I think that's um, kind of significant, you know, signifies our kind of modern society. Um, a lot of creatives in the, you know, in the, you know, in media and the spaces that I kind of operate in, they have just taken that step. And that's the first thing I'd always say that to people, just, mm-hmm. just take that step because, you know, that first step is the one that is going to get you to take the next one. And, and the one after that, it's, it's really just kind of, you know, beginning and really, you know, I think we all want the perfect setup. We want the perfect circumstances. We want everything to align at the right time. It's not always the case. Um, you know, you've got to have that bit of reality check and, and realize that, you know, the, the most important thing to do is just begin, just start. And, I think I was just really, really determined. I think that's just me as a person, just really determined, really focused, really driven. Um, of course, there was kind of external things that, you know, you can't do this. It's too time consuming. How are you going to start it? How are you going to make it happen? Mm-hmm. I just, I think I was just young and yeah. just carefree and just <laughs> wanted to show what I could do. And I, had, I just, when when things, when you know where you're going or where you want to go, you know, you'll just, you'll just do it. You'll just do it. And I think anyone who's out there listening, anyone who's out there watching, if you've got an idea, the the best thing to do is just to try. If you're going to fail, that's, that's great as well. Like it sounds stupid to say, but if you, if you're going to fail, those are things that are going to teach you in the long run. You're going to learn those lessons. You're going to have those experiences. So really to, to, carry on your path you've got to experience that failure mm. it's not always going to be perfect um but you, you know as i said you you always learn from you know those those lessons those you know those things that didn't go right uh builds you up to be a better person to be more resilient to have that wisdom as you move forward yeah, yeah, yeah for 100%. sure and i think i think one of the things that i'd be like most scared of doing what you're doing is stepping into a space that is unfamiliar to you a lot of people will struggle with imposter syndrome yeah how do you tackle that you know you're stepping into a new space you've got some contacts but not loads yeah how do you navigate that imposter syndrome is i think everyone experiences it no matter no matter where you are whether you're at the top right at the top um you know just beginning you know you're gonna you're gonna have those doubts and you're gonna kind of consider you know, is this, is this right? Am I doing the right thing? I don't have the experience. I'm, I'm not in the right place. This is, you know, this is all new to me, but that's, that's it. That's, and you, as I say, you learn from every single thing you do. You learn from trying those new things. You learn from, you know, going out of your comfort zone, stepping out of it. And you, you build up as, uh, as a human being. And, you know, how can you tell a story without, you know, turning the first page? I always say, you know, that's that's what you've got to do. You've got to kind of, you know, put yourself in that position um, to to be able to, you know, look back and say, well, you know, it didn't go right the first time, but I kind of, I stood up and, and you know, stood for what I believed in and kind of, mm-hmm. I, I took that, that leap. Um, and I think I see a lot of people who are, especially in the content creation world these days, 
you know, they've got great ideas, but it's, it's, you know, it's daunting. How do I film it? How do I put it out to the right people? How do I look? How do I get started? How, what do I say? And all these things kind of cross their mind and, you know, just, just kind of just go for it. Just you, you, everyone feels imposter syndrome. It's, it's, it's human nature. Mm. Yeah, that's really good advice. But even going into, into these new spaces, you know, it's it's no easy task, especially when, to, when you want to try to be the change you want to see. Um, you have to really have that unshakable confidence, you know, a real belief in your abilities. What would be your tips on building um, a strong personal brand and also then marketing yourself successfully to be able to walk into these spaces and say, yeah, I deserve to be here? Oh, that's good. Um, really interesting because I think... Like when you're starting out, you do have to have that self-belief. You do have to feel like you're, you know, going in the right direction where you should be. Uh, I see a lot of that now at the moment, kind of, you know, act like you've got a million followers, act like you've already, <laughs> act like you run the company, act like you, you're, you've yeah. you made a thousand sales. Yeah, like fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> essentially, yeah, essentially, you know, that was kind of the old kind of saying, you know, fake yeah. it till you make it. But yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that mindset, that belief of, you know, um, this is where I'm going to be. And, um, you know, I believe it. You might not kind of, you know, believe it, but this is the journey that I'm going on and this is where I will be. And I'm very sure of myself and, you know, we all have self doubts, don't get me wrong, but you know, having that resilience is, is definitely important. And if you, you believe in something enough, um, you know, you, you definitely, you know, need to fulfill that as much as you can. So it's, it's really interesting as well, you know, when you kind of go into a space that you've not really been in when you, you kind of, you don't know anybody, you kind of, you're unfamiliar with how to you know approach people, how to, you know, present yourself. Um, but you, you learn from these things. That's, yeah. that's it. That's the beauty of it. You learn from these experiences, you know, um, don't get me wrong. I've been into, you know, environments where it's not always been easy. Um, I think that's been the story of my, my journey. Um, you know, kind of, you know, being, you know, young black male in, mm -hmm. in sort of these, you know, environments where it's particularly, you know, not necessarily my demographic or kind of people who look like me mm -hmm. going into those spaces and, and really, you know, becoming welcomed into them and, you know, being comfortable in them over time is, is part of, is part of the journey. So initially, like anything, it's, it's, you know, difficult and you, you kind of, you know, you do fear it, but you know, I, I promise you, you know, if you're, if you're thinking about stepping into somewhere, you know, where you're, you're not, you're unfamiliar with it, just, just kind of go for it and you'll be, you know, eventually you'll be so comfortable mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smiling as you say that, because I know you're literally talking from experience Yeah, because recently you was presenting on the red carpet <laughs> of BBC sports personality, yeah. right? That's massive, bro. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> massive. Thank and you, you know, I was watching you thinking he's in his element, but I know deep down you, was, you would have felt a lot of those nerves and a lot of that imposter syndrome. But again, like you said, you believed you deserved to be there and you showed out. You yeah, showed no, out. no, thank you. Yeah, it was an incredible experience to do that. Um, you know, dream come true. It's very mm. cliche to say, but, you know, and, and having those kind of aspirations, you know, from years ago and saying, you know, this is the path that I want to go down and, you know, kind of being there and stood there, fulfilling it, being in that moment. And, and like you said, feeling like, you know, this is where I should be. And, mm -hmm. you know, there were all those kind of, you know, fears and nerves and, and, and I just embraced that and just kind of, you know, utilize that and, you know, 
it galvanized me to, you know, in that moment, just kind of embrace everything and kind of, this is my moment to kind of, you know, how, how often am I going to get a chance to stand here with these, you know, amazing people and with these, you know, this audience, the cameras, the setup, red carpet. Um, and I think as well, it wasn't just particularly, you know, that wasn't me just kind of being thrown to red carpet. Of course I was, and, but that was a buildup of all those small things. So it was like mm. incre- incremental, you know, little things kind of, you know, approaching that person, sending that email, you know, walking into that room, talking to that person, mm. you know, going to that thing. And it just, you know, it builds up and, you know, practicing, you know, talking in front of the cameras and how it sounds, you know, crazy, but, you know, um, as content creators, that's what we, we, we do. And, that also sets you up in the long run, um, you know. So, you know, all these incremental little things kind of build up into that moment and just perfectly aligned in that moment in time. Um, and, yeah, it felt it felt amazing to be there. It felt really special. Um, imposter syndrome is, like I said, is, is you know, something that we all feel. But, you know, um, I know the, the hard work I put into everything and to you know, my journey and it felt, it felt right being there. It felt natural Mm -hmm. and something that I'd love to continue doing moving Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I I think it's always amazing to see someone who you look up to like smash their goals. There's been a few people that I've seen recently post things on social media and I'm like, really looking up to them. Like, I hope I can do something of similar ilk like one day. So I think listening to your story will inspire so many people. But I think one of the things we like to talk about on Talk 20s is how did we actually get there? I think you kind of alluded to a few different things there. And I'm not asking you to say, I spoke to this person and this person and this person, and that's how it happened. But like, how do those small things kind of add up, you know, the connections that you're making to land you in the position where you are? Because I think there's a lot of like unspoken things that go on behind mm. the scenes. And when you clock into that in your 20s, you're like, ah, actually this connection helps you, this connection. Yeah. But it's not until you really start to realise that, that you're like, wow, there's so much opportunity here that if I actually yeah. just spoke my dreams into existence, or said hello to this person or introduced myself and told them what I'm about, it can open so, so many doors for you. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, when I say kind of those small things kind of building up, um, I don't necessarily mean, you know, um, kind of, you know, I spoke to so-and-so and and that kind of happened. What I mean is I had those rejections. I had those, you know, no, you're not right for this. Um, as a content creator, of course, a big part is working with a lot of brands. Um, and I look back at emails from three, four years ago where I've, I've reached out to brands and, you know, as I say, I've, I've, I took my shot, shot my shot and, um, they've said no, they said no. They just said, you know, um, you're not right for us. Probably got it now. Um, but yeah, and I'll come on to, I'll come on to that, but, um, yeah, they they said no. You went right for me, and you you learn to take that on the gym. Mm. You learn to, okay, this isn't right now, but I know that it's going to be right for me when the time's right. Yeah, um, you know, I'm somebody who believes in that, like God's timing. I believe that there's a plan. I believe that if that's not meant to be at that moment in time, then it will happen eventually. Uh, and I'm proof of that. I am proof of that because you know I look back at brands I've reached out to, like I said, years ago, had those conversations, got the rejection. Fast forward three years where, where, you know, we're, we're close, like closer than ever. Um, 
built, you know, done multiple campaigns, done trips with them and built great relationships with the people behind the brands. And that's just, that's just a testament to, you know, anybody who has a vision, who has dreams and goals and, you know, knows where they're going, you know, don't take that, you know, rejection. Um, You know, obviously you, you take it at that moment in time, but use that to, to galvanize you and move you forward and know where you're going. You know, um, if, if it's not right for you, you know, ask them for feedback, say, what's, what, what am I not, you know, aligning with your particular brand? What can I improve on Mm. Uh, and work on yourself, go away and work on yourself and build up those things. Mm. I think that's invaluable advice, really, even away from the creative space. I know like even like professional corporate, they say, when you go to an interview, you don't get it. Be the one that asks, oh, please have some feedback. What, why didn't I get the job? Well, not in, like, why didn't I get the job? But yeah. what could I have done better? How can I improve? How can I maybe reapply and be in a better position? So I think that's invaluable advice that we can apply in so many different walks yeah. of life. So many different walks of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remy, literally so much wisdom, you know. I, I, I'm generally so proud to call you one of my close boys, you know, <laughs> and we have so many different conversations. And I sometimes forget there's even a six-year age gap between us because we literally <laughs> relate on so, so many levels. But I'd love to speak now about um, adulting and how it's been for you. You know, you've just come out of your 20s. Have you had any massive adulting failures? Um, yeah, I think you you always reflect and evaluate where you are in life. I think that's really important to do that. Of course, there's things I've done along the way that, I'm, you know, maybe I would have done differently. I would have kind of approached in a different way, you know, things like all my camera gear and laptops and things being stolen. I went away on a trip Um, and that was a huge, you know, you kind of invested all that kind of, you know, money and time and everything. Oh, it's a touchy subject. (laughs) The answer's no. Ensure your belongings, guys. That's the lesson learned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You learn, you learn from those, you learn from those experiences. And, you know, there's been dark times like that, you know, mm. you're in a different country, you've got no passport, no wallet, no mm-hmm. nothing, you've, oh got, you've, got, you've, you've, you've been on a, on a trip and you've, all your belongings have been stolen. And it's like, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've invested all this time into something. Am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this a sign telling me I should stop doing it? Mm. Or is it telling me to, no, this is a test for you. This is a test to see how strong you are. And that's how I took it. That's how I took that that particular instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Talking about a little bit about resilience there is so important. Um, one of the things we love to talk about on Talk 20s is the fact that no matter what age people are, no one's perfect and everyone is working through something that they're trying to get better at, something they're trying to improve. What's that for you right now? Is there something, a new, maybe a New Year's resolution or something you're trying to work on improving? I, I'm always trying to improve. I think I'm always trying to improve on on everything, on every aspect um, becoming more decisive, you know, um, mm. getting things done more efficiently, um, going into new spaces and into new environments, you know, kind of you guys are having me on here. This is, this is a completely different experience for myself. I've done podcasts before, but not like this. So it's, it's kind of, you know, I appreciate this. And it, Very you happy know, to have you. <laughs> no podcasts. <laughs> like uh, podcast. No podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I came here today, like thinking, okay, is this right for me? Why are the guys having me on? Mm-hmm. You know, after after years of being in, in industry, being in the space and, you know, having those, is this right for me? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, am I going to, am I going to mess up? You have those doubts. You have mm-hmm. those things going in the back of your mind. I'm, I'm a human being after all. Um, so for anybody out there, 
you know, you're going to, you're going to have those kind of thoughts and feelings, but it's about kind of taking that, that, that journey and uh, embracing whatever's in front of you and, and always trying to improve and get 1% better every day. Mm-hmm. Well, Remy, we've come to the end of the podcast, but thank you so much for sharing your journey, sharing your story. Um, really enjoyed hearing about, you know, your highs and not so much lows because you said you don't have the lows, but your lessons, <laughs> let's call them lessons. Mm-hmm. Lessons, yeah. On, on lessons and advice, what's one piece of advice you'd give your 20-year-old self? You know, looking back, 20-year-old Remy. <laughs> that's what a, that's a really good question. That's really, <laughs> really tough one. Um, I think just believe in yourself. It's, it's such a cliche saying, but, you know, whatever it is you're doing, and I think, you know, one thing I wanted to say is, you know, this isn't just applied to being a content creator, being on Instagram, being on TikTok, whatever, being a YouTuber in, in any aspect, in any walk of life, whatever you do, just believe in yourself. And I think that's the beauty of the, you know, the, the modern day and the environment that we live in. We're able to use those passions and, and things that we we love and, and make them, you know, into a, a career or, you know, into a something that's viable for us and facilitates things for us. So, Whatever you're doing, no matter how obscure it is, no matter how you know crazy you think it is, whatever, no matter what everyone tells you, if you believe in yourself and you you really want to do something, then just you know just go for that. I think twenty year old Remy did that, but maybe it would have settled a lot of the worries and nerves you had mm. at the time. Good advice. Absolutely, Remy. It's been so lovely to have you in the studio today. Thank you so much, Chad. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. A big thank you to you, yes you, for tuning into this episode of the Talk 20s podcast. We hope it inspired you in some way and popped a little pep in your step for this week. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. It means a lot to us to have your support. We also love hearing your stories and suggestions. You can reach out to us on all socials by searching at Talk 20s. Lastly, before we go, our website talk20s.com is the hub for all things 20-somethings. Go check out my people. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.